I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We'll do sauces first. Go on. <laughs> I mean, actually, if you consider everything that Saracen's been through as a club, that's possibly the most shameful moment in, <laughs> in their history. I don't know. I think Rice right said Fred. Rice said Fred's um, got somewhat of a renaissance recently as a cultural they commentator. Are, they? I'm in. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm buying what, what Rice said Fred is selling at the moment. So. I think that I'll was a song the they did for one of their games at Twickenham. Um, because I, I don't know what the Saracens entrance music is when they play at Allianz Park. I've just I've been there a number of times, but I haven't I haven't made note of it. I bet it's I bet it's Metallica or some such or something. I, like that. I'm I don't sure know. that does sound familiar. That that it's tune. definitely not that. Yeah, it's close enough. Close enough. Close enough for the what was of the this Saracens part? song? Do you remember that Saracens song? Yeah, they had an actual oh. song that was the squad song. Oh, was it, was it when Matt Stevens was there? Yeah. Oh, yes. And it was... And Kelly Brown and Matt Stevens in the same team. Kelly of course Brown, they yes. But I can't remember what it was. But I guess we're not here to talk about their songs. Or maybe we are. Well, we, we've got to talk about their X Factor at some point, so maybe hey. that comes in. So, this, yeah, this is our preview. Oh, hold on. It's called Here We Go. Here That's we- it. Here we go. Oh, God, yes. Oh, here we go. Saracen's featuring the Dixie Ticklers. The who? I know. <laughs> oh, wait, sorry, let me skip it. Oh, God. Um. That. Yeah. No, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> right then, Phil, lead us on this uh, Saracens preseason review preview. Ah, oh, Saracens, Saracens, Saracens. Well, f- first of all, thank you to the three Js um, who have 
done some previews for us. There might be other people as well, but Jonathan Ketley, James Hamilton, who I'm not sure if this is the yeah, Jim Hamilton. Of course, it is, but of course it is. He just doesn't, he doesn't want to be, be identified. Let's say, yeah, let's say his disguise me, is. He did tell me to tell you not to reveal him as our source. <laughs> Thank you, Big James. <laughs> Big James Hamilton. And there's no apostrophe in this, so I've read it as Jeremy Ogerman, but I think it's Jeremy O. Gorman. Oh. Ogerman, I like it. <laughs> yeah, Ogerman's better. Ogerman sounds much Ogerman. cooler. Ogerman sounds like, you know, he plays eight for the Bulls. Yeah. <laughs> there goes Ogerman. Ogerman. <laughs> um, so, thank you very much to those. And, and anyone else whose emails I've missed, apologies. Um, but, Saracens. So, what, one of the three J's, Triple J, um, says that they, they are one of the least disturbed squads in the Premiership. And... I, th- I think I'd probably agree with that. There's they always are. They, uh, is there way? Yeah, they, they until, until they sign sippers. Yes. Yes. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> if only. I'm joking. If uh, could you imagine? Could you imagine yeah. Owen Farrell's face if they sign sippers? <laughs> We're going a different direction this year, Owen. <laughs> <laughs> ben Spencer as well. <laughs> ben Spencer. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, of course the Bath halfback pairing, yeah. Ben Spencer and sippers. Um, so relatively few. Changes. Um, if we go to their ins, they've got um, Hugh Tizard, who's making the short trip from, uh, well, not so short at the moment, but uh, excellent to type that bit of business early in the season. Yeah, I like I like this bit of business. He's a he's a big boy. Mm. He's a bloody good player. He's young English qualified. I won't be surprised if we see him in an England squad and indeed team in the next. Uh, season or so and also a real poke in the eye for, Harlo- for Harlequins massively yeah then they brought in Christian Judge or brought back Christian Judge from Worcester from Worcester uh, who's been about been a couple of other places hasn't Bath. he Bath, Bath. Sarries yeah. Bath Worcester, Worcester back Bath to back to Sarries yeah he was at Cornish Pirates before that they brought in uh, Eduardo Bello from Zebra, um who's another prop mm-hmm. and we mentioned him on the previous pod but Sedgley Park and Sales, James Flynn yep. from Jersey Reds. So they're kind of signing squad players rather than frontline players. It's like Tizard, tis tis oh, tis I think, yeah. will definitely be. Cause sounds to me a little bit like. Remember when Leicester wanted a ball carrying eight and they couldn't quite decide who they wanted, so they signed three. Yep. So they went with Guy Porter. Guy Porter? Yeah, Guy Porter. Uh, ball Denson. carrying eight, you say? Yeah. Guy, it wasn't Guy Porter, it was... Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. Callum Afoni. Guy, uh, Guy Thompson. Guy Thompson. Guy Thompson. Guy Por- yeah, Thank Guy you. Porter, God. Yes. Guy, yeah. Guy Thompson, uh, Dave Denton. Yes. Um, Sione Callum Afoni. Callum Afoni. Yeah. He's like, we'll just spend all the money, we'll just get three of them, and one of them might work, and well, none of them did. Well, it's, it's like the... Because between them, you've got... That's not fair. Guy, Guy, Guy Thompson. Guy Thompson was a decent player. Um... And Dave Denton was a big, strong boy, but never really translated. And so was Callum Afoni, but he's a big boy, yeah. but never really translated into um, heavy traffic go forward, shall we say. Well, it feels like they've just identified something in all of these lads. They know what they've got in Christian Judge. And the others are thinking, well, we'll just take a flight, and one of them might come really good. One of them might become the next. Um, Bar- Barrington, or some such thing. Yeah, because Barrington is going. He's one of the players out. He goes to Agen. Uh Swinners. Retires for the second time. He'll be back. Sad day. 
Sad to see swinners go. On the, no, on the Evil World Cup, he'll be back. <laughs> Maybe. Um, Lions tour in what? Three years? Three, three more years? Uh, don't write him off. Yeah. Um, then um, duh, 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 they've got rid of Vincent Cock, or not got rid of, but Vincent Cock has left to go to Wasps, which is obviously a big blow for anyone to lose Vincent Cock. I wonder if he'll be back. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe, yeah. and we did touch on that in the last pod. Um, then uh, Elliot Obatoyinbo um, has left. Uh, Yanko Venta, who's a utility back road, never really played, and Sean Raffel has gone to my beloved Ulster, who's a flanker, but again didn't get much game time. So there's of those Tizard in and Vincent Cock out are probably the the real frontline signings. So. Much of the squad is similar, which is probably where maybe the issues will come because they've got some young guys in there, mm-hmm. some talented young guys. They've got some guys who are in the absolute prime of their career, um, guys like Itoji, Farrell, Billy Vanapola, um, Malins, uh, Mako who- Daly, May- um De- yeah, Daly's Tom- a great, great shout. Ben Earl, Tompkins, yeah, those guys who are still all in that that kind of twenty-five to thirty, thirty-one window. Yeah. Great, great mates. Great. Uh, well, great mates is probably in the bit past it. Twilight of great. I wouldn't say he's past it because he's still a great player, but he's what thirty-three, thirty-four as a winger, and they've got a few guys going into that age bracket. Like probably Mako's in there. Jamie George is in there, although you'd worry less about front rowers. Um, You'd have someone like Alex Good um, and great mates who are going into that category. Now, they're all still quality players. Like Jimmy George was starting for him, yeah. and, and Mako is still a quality player. Great mates is still a quality player. But there's, with all of those players, there is a shelf life and there is a window. And I think this season will still be okay for all, all of them, and Saracens will still be ultra, ultra competitive. But there is that question over them, and you probably look at the squad they've got now compared to when it was, say, three or four years ago, admittedly when they were spending over the salary cap, but... Bits and pieces. It's not as strong as Well, the salary cap was. has come lower for everyone, but yeah. But, well, uh, yeah, there are two things then. They were they were spending over the 7.4 million or whatever it was, 7 plus million salary cap. That is now 5 million, so it has... It has reduced twice, whereas everyone else's salary cap has reduced, or salary spending has reduced once. And some of those guys that were just coming into the first team, like Malins, uh, are now established international players. And guys like Itoji were probably on a, de- a very good contract three years ago, and an even better one now, relative at least. Um, what's what's probably inter- um, as important for Saracens as anything is you've got no doubt that they could compete for trophies if they are in the playoffs and they have when they will have access to their players but the big question is well two actually can they get can they get into the top four with a world cup on the horizon Mm -hmm. and all the international rugby that's going to be played in between now and then and secondly can they get into the top four when they also have to balance champions cup yeah Mm. now i i think they can do because i think they've got the strength depth and experience and Everything that we've mentioned about their squad being squeezed is equally applicable to every single other team in the league. There's no one where the salary cap has not bit. So I think they will do. Um, The chaps um, from the three emails do highlight a couple of areas of concern. Um, One being scrum half. 
So they've not got the the super experienced controlling scrum offs that they've had in the past, like a Wigglesworth or Decock, um or even a, a Ben Spencer. Um although obviously Farrell hated him. But yeah, oh, they, they've so you've got Davis, Van Ziel and De Haas who are all serviceable. Yeah. But not the same level they, as they've had they, in the past. I think Alan Davis has improved a lot. Yeah, going leaps and bounds. Yeah. He is a demonstration of what Saracens can, can do, do. For, can do for players. And when we and when we because we said and JB made the suggestion when we did the first one of these on um, London Irish last week that we should identify the unique selling point. And I think Ali Davis is one of the things Saracens can say as a unique selling point that might mean they get players for less money than they might go elsewhere because they can demonstrate and say, look at how many people have come into us at this level and gone on to become level. very wealthy South African farmers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did that happen? We'll never know. Yeah. The, the other thing I'd question would be, um, and it, it does come across because each of the each of the guys have put in their teams and the positions, and and one man who there is definitely not a consensus over his best position, but has a knock-on effect for the rest of the team would be Elliot Daly. So Eddie likes him fullback or winger. He played a lot of thirteen when he was at Wasps. Um, where where does Saracens play him? Where does that push other players on either? Yeah. Like if he plays 15, is Good on the bench? Is Malin's on the wing? Who's going to be your starting outside centre? Yeah, does so Lazowski go to your outside centre? Yeah, yeah. yeah, does Lazowski go to outside centre? But is Lazowski better at 12? But then what does that do to Tompkins? So that the Elliot Daly is a nice problem to have, but I'm still not certain that Saracens know his best position and, and the three guys I think all all push him in, as, into different positions when they either pick a team or name their, yeah, their I squads think, I think well, I think is a, a super player I think that Farrell is on the face of it their most important player but I in the back line yeah the back he, line, yeah, he well, is I did think that but I don't anymore I think Tompkins is the most important player because he just stitches everything together Obviously, Farrell does amazing things, and everyone needs you know everyone to click on you know at the same time on the right day, yada 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 yada. But Tompkins now is such a defensive leader that without him, it, they really they really really struggle. Well, they really struggle, but I just he's brilliant. He he's a brilliant player. He really is. But yeah. Now that it's a nice problem to have that, but I still think Saracens will have more than enough to not only compete they'll be pushing for the top two spots a home semi-final and probably they'll be in the final again this year and whether they win it or not will come down to fine margins because they were they were not far away from winning last last year yeah and it's going to be interesting to see how they navigate Europe yeah that's going to be the most interesting aspect of the season for them because they've never done it with such a, a thin squad they have got enough coaching talent, though, to sort of rotate the players, know when they can rest people, know when to go full ball, know when to peak. They're just a, the ultimate professional outfit. I think they'll be fine. One one player that um, the, the Triple J um, <laughs> guys have also flagged is someone who we commented on at the start of the year, last year, and then he had a really bad injury and was out for almost the whole of it. Hmm. And that's Marco Riccioni. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Italian... Italian Italian tight head prop. Tight head prop, sorry, yeah. Um, 
who has magnificent calves and, yeah. and mm. quads, beautiful, beautiful legs. Yeah. Um, we didn't see anywhere near enough of them, but he started really well. Now, he will have a, a job to do to step up and fill at least some of the gap, the enormous gap left by Vincent Cock. Oh, what's the name of the enormous... Uh, young tight head prop that, that did come through and looks quite promising. Uh, they brought in Clary, Ale- no, Alec Clary. No, no, Eroni. Eroni. Oh, maybe. Maui. Eroni Maui. Did he it. not play loose head? Yeah, maybe he's loose head. But anyway, he had a he, gra- he had a very he, he had a good breakout some, season. He did have a good breakout season. That's probably one of the reasons why they are less worried about letting someone but, like Barrington, who's 130 kilos, very very experienced, over 10 years also at Saracens go. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. So one of the guys you didn't talk about in at the start, or maybe you did, did you mention um, Azikwe? Because I put him in that category of guy who's really coming into his own now. Yeah, so I didn't, and it's it's interesting. Again, there's not consensus over whether Zeke will make the starting fifteen mm. because you'll have Itoji and potentially Tizard as your starting locks, and then in the back row, it kind of depends what you want to do. But you could easily see a back row of Ben Earl, Billy Vunapola, and Theo McFarland. Yeah, I because McFarland was. I mean, talk about getting value for money. The guy who yeah. played very little, played a bit of rugby in America, um, and bring gets brought into the Saracen system and looks like a world class player. Looks like he's about they, to be paid a lot of money in France. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, and again, they worked really hard on him. The coaches identified the raw talent, and they, I know, they spent a massive amount of time at restarts and um, and just his aerial work when they got there because they they identified that he really needed it and then they just wanted to, to let the basketball player in him loose. Mm. All about kick pressure now, mate. Mm. It's, a new world, it's a new world. It's all about kick pressure. 
Yeah, I think with the Zeke you use him to change a game. You don't necessarily use, use him to start a game, but coming off the bench, he can be very useful. He can be, and obviously he's... And the extra line option too. The amount of times that they bring him on to do that is um, quite impressive. Well, you could see uh, a um, back five of the scrum, which had Tizard and Itoji, and then Theo McFarland and Ezekwe. And yeah. think of the line-out options there. Unlimited. Yeah. And and in terms of Ezekwe and Theo McFarland, they're not quite as fast as someone like Ben Earl. But you're not losing a huge amount of athleticism no. well, if you've got those boys in the back Theo row. McFarland had to slow down to dive into the corner. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> yeah. that's how fast he is. Huh. <laughs> any, any other points made by the, the three Js? Um, one, of the, one of the points made was... Uh, by at least two of them was the upgrades to the Stonex. So the I can't remember which stand it is, but one of the stands, West Stand, was previously open for general um, seating, but didn't have its hospitality and other stuff open, which that is now has been finished over the summer. And they do say um, that it's uh, it's not the easiest stadium to get to, but once you're there. Great atmosphere by relatively small but um, very dedicated fan base, and that will enhance the experience for those going. So that's probably I'm probably not doing it all justice because there's a lot of very good points in this, but I think I've covered most of them on that. So what's the, what's the selling selling point with Saracens? They're going to make you really good, and you'll become an international. And when you become an international, you make loads of money. Yeah, and. Uh, you've got a good chance of challenging for trophies and if you want to do up a house in St Albans mm-hmm. they've got fantastic advice yeah exactly they and alternative exactly what they do. alternative funding channels <laughs> to, do, to do that yes wonderful yeah. the, they, they, they will they will get the, the selling point is, is is that is they will get every ounce of talent out of you that they can that as long as you're willing to work hard they, you will fulfil your potential at Saracens they should have so do you know a lot of teams have a wall of Past greats, and you walk through, you walk in the change rooms or into the clubhouse, and the wall of past greats is there. Uh, Sale FC have theirs; it looks really cool. They should have a wall of improved players, <laughs> and they should have the before and after. Like here is Will Skelton before, yeah. Here's Will Skelton afterwards with his uh, ski ba- goggles on. Barrington, yeah. Richard Barrington arrived a, a Jersey player from the championship and left with. European Cup. Yeah, three, three European Cup X yeah, number yeah. of premierships so Barrington on his first which he says in red letters going from top left down to right loser across it <laughs> and next one three times champion in green same with um, same with Skelton who's spraying the second picture should be spraying champagne over European Cup yeah. another European Cup I might add uh, yeah. Aled Davis Aled Davis not wanted by Wales now would be in the Wales squad if they didn't have their ridiculous cap rule. Yeah, I mean, just keep going, going, do it. Uh, Maitland relegated with London Irish. Uh, <laughs> yeah, as was Lewington actually. Yeah. yeah, so there's there's loads. Yeah, Petrus Duplessis played Petrus. for Liverpool, St Helens, and Sedgley Park. Yeah, is he still coaching Australia? He's not, is he? Uh, is he not? Or is he, he? He was he was scrum coach at Australia, it, wasn't he? Was he with Dave Rennie? Yeah. Oh, then he still is then. Yeah, did he not? Co- uh, he might have come in just before Rennie. I can't remember, but yeah, I, I think he is. Yeah, mm. yeah. So loads, loads, and loads. Oh, wh- where do you wh- wall of improvement? How do you, what, how do you think it's going to pan out as a season for Saracens? So what is it out of the twenty three match day rounds in the regular season? 
international players will only be available for 11 of them, is it? Yeah, about that. Oof. She's not great. If you're Saracens. No. No. When you probably contribute the most of any Premiership club prob- to the England squad. They could probably do with Eddie Jones deciding to leave a few of the, their players out just to teach them some sort of lesson. Mm. Well, they, they did have a bit of benefit yeah. from that last season with yeah, well, yeah, Billy exactly. Vanapola not being in the squad for most of the season, Ben Earls not really being there. With a point to prove. Ezekwe not in and out. Um, Malins was there for most of it but not all of it in the England squad, that is. But yeah, that's that's one of the best things. I, I think, Jay, you hit the nail on the head before with the challenge of Europe and it's Saracens well, I, I, I did mention Oh sorry Was it you Sorry yeah. Tim No no it was me It was <laughs> sorry Tim I'm joking I don't care It's fine <laughs> Sorry Tim You hit the nail on the head JB you're an idiot Because um, <laughs> <laughs> that is So Saracens In previous years Obviously not The last two seasons For obvious reasons But For previous years They've had a squad That has been capable Of challenge on both fronts And now they They actually don't mm. And so they They need to You've got to be aware of your own weaknesses in order to be able to combat them. And if they go in thinking that they can do everything on both fronts, they risk actually getting their fingers burned and Mm. risk losing top four. They might be able to do it uh, based on this. They'll just have to take it every week as it comes. I know it's a real horrible cliche. Lovely cliche. But you should be the United manager. Yeah. If they get to a European Cup game and everyone's fit and available, you just play them. If they're not, they're not. But I, I think I'm just remembering like Steve Diamond's philosophy. He had a crack on round one, and if it didn't yeah. go well, he just went, "Ah, oh, well, that's that. That's enough of that then." Yeah. That's not true. That's not true. Um, I when they first got in, because I remember how hard, and it's not just Sale and just Steve yeah, Diamond, but I remember how hard clubs would fight to get that sixth spot, and then they just toss it off. Toss it off. Yeah. The, well, yeah. The, I think that was a perception. But I remember when Sale got into the Champions Cup, and in the in the group stage, I had Toulon. Munster. Munster, yeah. And I remember seeing the team for Toulon, I was like, why are we doing this? Like, what is... Why are you putting out all the stars? Like, Jonathan Mills played. Um, <laughs> like, uh, it, it was, honestly, the, the biggest squad that they that they could put, put out. And they did all right, but it just wasn't enough. And I thought, that's a... Just because the squad was so shallow then. Yeah, yeah. That an injury would have been a massive, massive blow. Yeah. Yeah, massive love. I'm trying to think who the team was. I, don't, I remember Mills played. Uh, if, they, if they were putting out the biggest team they could, it would have been Phillips. No, no, it was before Phillips. Okay, um, it was. It was like Addison. Uh, who was the ten? Well, uh, save, save it for the sale preview. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see Saracens. You're right. Uh, so. Uh, I think if they're smart and they won't because they've got the stars above their crest, they won't do this. But if they were smart, they would. Have a have a crack in the first round. If it doesn't go well, just go. Do you know what? Man, you is we, are we still in this where there's only four group stages? Yeah, you play the uh, corresponding like first play eight and second play yep. seventh um, seeds from the other two nations yep. home and away, or the other home two leagues away. home and away. So in that, I mean, to sale got through with what was it, a, a, a draw and a yeah. win or something, one win and one draw, something crazy like that. So you might actually only need to win one game to get through, albeit then you um, risk going away to um, to lose. Although 
Ulster didn't lose a game and had the pleasure, got the privilege of going away to Toulouse. Um, playing to lose home and away mm. from finishing, I think they finished second seed. I think they'll, I think they'll progress from their pool in Europe. I also think they'll make it to the playoffs, and I, I'm going to go Saracens. I'm going to put them probably fourth, maybe third, because uh, I think they will suffer from having a lack of international players, and that will cost them in a couple of games. I, th- I think I can see them finishing second again. I think second is about right. I think it's like, but you're right. The the England players will be that will affect them big time. But then they've got experienced players who, like we mentioned before, Elliot Daly's um, and Ezekwes and Theo McFarlands and Lazowski's and Alex Good. There is Lewington. Yeah, there, there's some downside in the full in, in your strongest possible team. There is some downside in having that flexibility because you don't necessarily know who is the first choice. But as soon as you're missing a couple of players, having that flexibility is amazing. It's a fair shout, It's actually. a huge beauty of the squad. So uh, give me second for Saracens. Second in the regular season. And then I, I can see them winning the whole thing. I don't disagree with that at all. I like the club. I like the yep. coaches. Yeah. Um, and uh, I wish them well. Yeah, absolutely. Right. There you go, Saracens. Just improve your song choices, please. <laughs> Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.